Hello, everyone. Hello. We're back. We are here. And we are ready to talk about Critical Role, episode one, in this episode 60 of the What the Sheep podcast. Hey! Alana and myself are going to do our very best to compose ourselves, really, really bring it in, focus our energies to talk about the premiere episode of Campaign 3. And first off, before we even get into any of that, did you see, it, it, it seemed like there was, between Twitch and YouTube, there was like 230,000 viewers. That I think wild. that is a record. I think. That is wild. Is that, that's more than the campaign to finale, right? I think so. I think so. <sighs> that's wild. That's really yeah. cool. I didn't see that, no. But, um... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Crazy. I, I did see that Critical Role was trending for about... 36 hours before oh, yeah. the episode started, and it's oh, still yeah. trending, like, at least in the entertainment tab. People Wait, are excited. Ch Chad, is, Chad is saying 304,000. <laughs> Combined. Oh. That's really cool. Wow. That is a lot of people. So many, so many critters. So many critters. So I think, oh, yeah. if, I, if I'm thinking and remembering back correctly... The premiere for Campaign 2, I think was, you know, only, was was at like 90,000, I yeah, think, 80, 90,000? Yeah, it was under 100. Yeah. It was under 100, yeah. <laughs> it's just like triple, literally triple. This just goes to show like li actually how much Critical Role has grown uh, in these, yeah. these past couple years, even it, even in these past couple months. Like, I feel like it's grown monumentally even in these past couple months. It's yeah. it's wild. It is insane. And now it's time to now it's time to talk about it. And the hype, the hype, the crowd, the buildup was well worth it because boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, did this episode one deliver. Yeah, we were we were thrown for a loop. They really did mean it when they said throw all expectations out the window. We, wow. That was, yeah. It's the, I can't even formulate words. Yeah, I know. Like, that, yeah, that's, that's just how it is. That's just how it is. It was at so many points in the episode. I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh, or yeah. like you know, just what the fuck is happening? This is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's also probably the hardest I've laughed at. Oh my god. Episode. And I think it might have just been, like, the energy of the oh, yeah. room on that night, but it was just, it was so exciting, We're already so hyped up for it, and it oh, was yeah. just so enjoyable, and oh, it, I'm it, so excited for this campaign. It delivered so well, and I genuinely love each and every one of these characters. Yeah. They are so good. But I do have some questions about a few of them on like how long they might stick around and stuff but we'll we're, we won't jump ahead all right we stay on track in this in this 100%. podcast so let's bring it in obviously we had a a gorgeous uh sort of info dump uh by the wonderful matthew mercer just talking about marquette the different regions the factions the landscape and all of that wonderful stuff that we absolutely love to hear but i just want to take a second to appreciate the description and just the overall design of Drusar. Very, very cool. This, you know, multi-tiered city built within these spires, like interconnected with gondolas and super awesome. The, the skyships, that was super cool. 
Oh, that is cool. It's the fact I love that it's it. seemingly seemingly more um, abundant in this region is exciting for yeah. the potential of more skyship adventures. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's beautiful and and it's like just so detailed. It, you said like we got that description of the start of Matt, you know, describing the regions of Marquette mm -hmm. and. I'm listening, and I remember I started taking notes, and then I was just like, no, I'm just going to listen. Yeah. Because at a certain point, you're like, I've lost track of the word he said two seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just mm -hmm. so much information. But then you think about, like, you know, the start of campaign two, you go back and you rewatch that info dump yeah. he gave at the start of that now, and you're like, oh, yeah, the Marrow Valley and you know, King mm -hmm. Wendell and all this. Like, yeah. it makes sense. So I'm yeah. excited to understand these places and, like, be like, yeah. oh, yes, that's... That's the Lambert path. I just had to mm -hmm. look down. <laughs> That's the Lambert path. Like, oh yes, I remember them from yeah. like, the beginning and things like that. So the the info dump is just so good. You feel oh, yeah. instantly immersed in mm -hmm. the area and just in some of the history that's already coming out. Uh, and then yeah, to get to Drusar and it's so detailed. Like I, th oh, yeah. I think he he described the city for like a solid five minutes mm -hmm. of. The different spy. I was just, I was drinking that shit up. Mm. Yeah, just give it to me. Yeah, that was so um, good. Beautiful, beautiful. Just such a cool design for a city too. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so much potential of shit that can happen in yeah. this city. Yeah, and I think my my favorite thing about the beginning of campaigns is these little like little vignettes that we get with each mm. of like the different characters that are like paired off and stuff. Yeah. Um, like these little solo or duo scenes rather they're super interesting and we got to begin our adventure by seeing marisha and laura's characters first yeah i i was surprised when it first happened when like he's like all right laura and marisha stay and everyone else leave i was yeah. like oh but they just all got back to the table yeah right <laughs> but i like that you could hear them like just offset like you yeah. hear them laughing throughout the whole thing so because that's always my thing. I was like, oh no, but if they're going to miss out on the information. But it's nice to know that they were still in the area. Yeah. Um, it just wanted to be very, like, focused on, on those yeah, two. Yeah, 100%. And it worked really well because mm -hmm. we got we got them uh, acting with the characters that they kind of have these connections with already. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily, you know, acting for the people watching them around yeah. the table at that moment. Which is fun also. But I did like this way of honing in and focusing on just... Uh, specific characters at time and yeah laura and marisha first oh very exciting oh in both both of, i i love that they're the pair because they their color palettes and overall vibe are just yeah. opposites complete it's like that one meme of like the black house next to like the the pink and blue and and yeah, bubbly yeah. house in los angeles yeah. yeah 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 that's that's pretty much uh that's pretty much what it is but i love laudna's design so cool it's so cool it's just yeah no it, it's super detailed super mm -hmm. specific the rat with the damn bird yeah. on it is perfect but just I love one their voices are really fun oh yeah um, oh southern yeah. accent Laura Bailey <laughs> oh. them together is so exciting yeah, because Laura and Marisha, the way they roleplay and the way they kind of give with their roleplaying is just beautiful. And I'm so excited for them to, like, be together as this pair to, like, 
play off each other. And yeah. see, I, I, I assumed at the start that they were maybe like sisters, but I think we now yeah. had some more understanding that maybe they weren't sisters, mm-hmm. they're not related, they just met each other. But I still like this idea of them being this traveling duo. Mm-hmm. Um, For a long yeah, time, seems, apparently, too. Yeah. A couple of years. Seems, seems bit, yeah. So I like seeing this kind of dynamic that they have. Um, even already, like, this little bit of dynamic where they're still a little bit on the outskirts of this new group. Mm-hmm. Um, really weird new group that they've yeah. themselves with. Uh, I just want to know more. I want to know. I want I've got so many questions about them. I want to know. I, know. <laughs> I want to know everything. And we can... There's nothing mysterious about them at all. Oh, no, like, of course not. Absolutely not. by the um... book. So we're gonna be we're gonna be jumping around a little bit uh, for this episode, and I think we can to keep things a bit more structured. We can, as we're introducing and meeting the characters, we can give our overall thoughts and possible theories about yes. them. So I do have two things for for these mm-hmm. characters: one for for Laudna and then one for Imogen. Uh, great names, also, by the way, mm. freaking yeah. awesome. Um, so. We don't really know what Laudna's whole deal is. She does have a very dark, gothic, deathly, undead, potentially vibe to her. Uh, and because Marisha was never specific about what race she was. Yes. Everyone else kind of said what they were um, besides Marisha. So that could, you know, be in the lines of like, uh, like an undead, like maybe a revenant, maybe, or maybe just a human that just as through their warlock yeah. pact, you know, this is just what's happened. Um, yeah. However, one very specific thing that I noticed with Laudna is later in the episode when uh, Fresh Cut Grass was was talking about, um, uh, like, the soul-touched soul people, like, soul, yes. being soul-touched. She, yes! She laughed. She laughed, laughed yeah. at it. Yeah. I saw so that I was too. like, hmm... <laughs> Why'd you laugh there, Laudna? Yeah. It was you don't got like a soul, huh? Chuckle, like a... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. Hmm. Um, yeah, no. There's there's so much going on. And I was saying to you before, it's kind of hard to have a bit of an original thought at the moment because everyone is hyper-focused on working these characters out. But oh, yeah. Definitely the things I like I saw the most of, and I'm seeing people just like spam it in chat as yeah. well at the moment. Uh, Dampier was, is like a popular choice which is essentially a vampire-esque race the product of a vampire and a mortal um which people are getting very excited about because she's from whitestone uh since oh. her 20s 30s <laughs> people are very oh my excited god about uh, wait what would that mean but, though that, that she's like a child of delilah and silas that's a theory that i've seen being thrown around oh my god imagine Holy shit. Yeah. So that's a really cool kind of theory. Um, I'm not sure how it works because I've seen... I th- her art, I'm fairly certain, has like uh, pointed ears, I'm fairly certain, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not sure how dampiers work if like they automatically get oh, yeah. because both Silas and Delilah were human. So I'm not sure of... Not, I'm not sure the logistics yeah. of that necessarily. Mm-hmm. That was definitely a really cool theory I saw. I'm seeing a lot of like uh, Hollow One theories. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or like Revenant is a really good guess. I hadn't actually seen anyone mention Revenant, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely some kind of undead yeah. undie yeah. thing. Um, For but sure. we don't know. She's multi-class, which is that's super like, interesting. Wild. So, but wild. then like what? Because then because they're starting at level three, so yeah. 
I've got a theory. It would be interesting if Imogen knows Laudna's whole mm. deal, and maybe they both started off as sorcerers, yeah, but then something happened where maybe Laudna didn't always look like this, maybe, and oh. through their travels, something happened where, you know, she, this pact was made, and all of a sudden her appearance started changing, maybe something like that. Um, so I'm... My my initial theory is that she started off as a sorcerer and then became a warlock, and that's what yeah. caused the transformation. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, and we see, like, I mean, I feel like Undead Pact, like the Undead Patron, feels kind of obvious, but I'd like to see if there was, like, any other potential way it could go. We're seeing so much potential homebrew in this campaign already with other characters yeah. that it's so hard to pinpoint what they might be. She, like, she might be a completely separate class yeah. uh, to yeah. what we're seeing. It could be something new in the Taldori Guide. Um I just, I, I love this uh, image, this imagery we get of her, like her appearance and just her her whole deal of like oh, this yeah. terrifying kind of undead-esque creature. But her personality is so, like quite happy and bright. She's so yeah. friendly. I really enjoy that. I like that it's not like this kind of dark foreboding personality. Mm -hmm. She is quite friendly and yeah. generally seems to get on with people. Um, yeah, it's it's fun dynamic, and we get to see you know Marisha be charismatic and like yeah. roleplay, which is great. Not that we don't haven't seen that oh, before, of course. but we've had yeah. Keyleth, who was you know not super shy. We've had Bo, who's super br like brash, brash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's nice to see just you know just a regular kind of person who happens to be undead. Like yeah, that's, there's <laughs> yeah. nothing nothing weird about that at all. No, it's he's fine. definitely on the up and up. However. Yeah. Someone who is of great concern to me now mm. is Imogen, because mm. it appears that she is an aberrant mind sorcerer. Yeah. And that has some pretty, pretty darn interesting implications, depending on how maybe they, if they homebrewed it, switched it up a little bit. Yeah. But. Because, yeah, because I'm not sure what, because I was thinking aberrant mind too, because she's definitely got like some psionic stuff happening. Yeah. But. It's that that thing she did where she did like used her to detect thoughts, but it kind of backfired. Uh -huh. I'm interested to see like what's going on there. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, definitely something psionic based. Yeah, I think aberrant mind is a pretty good guess. Um, mm -hmm. It's just like what or what is the fallout from this? Like why is she like struggling with it perhaps or. What are they trying to research? It, it, we get a sense maybe they're trying to research what their power is, like mm -hmm. where their yeah. power comes from. That's what I was, yeah. that's what I was thinking of too. Um, as as people are now mentioning in chat, uh, instead of if she's not aberrant mind and she is something else, yeah. uh, she could be lying about being human. She's actually a Kalistar. They have some yeah. mind, some mind stuff, and there is also the the tele the telepathic or telekinetic whatever feet. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Feet. People mentioning so. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it yeah, definitely could could not be aberrant mind, but if it is, that is super cool because, you know, we just had uh, in the previous campaign the whole Somnovum deal, that moving city, very, very, uh, you know, abyssal type, uh, you know, mm. uh, being sort of deal. Yes. Um, so it'd be really cool if there was some, uh, you know, abolith nonsense going on or... Some aberrations. Some, some aberrations, yeah. Yeah. 
That would be wild, especially with like spell jam coming back. Yeah. Give me spell jam. Oh, true. <laughs> Please. Oh, jeez. Um, so obviously some very very interesting implications, and we already have some motivations, obviously, for some of these characters as they were, as you were saying, trying to get into that university to research and try to learn more about where um, Imogen's powers come from, and maybe even you know what Laudna's whole mm. whole deal is. So. And they, they mentioned, too, that she had written an essay. She had prepared, like, something previously yes. and was seeking, you know, guidance or more answers. So I'm excited to see her kind of, if this is, like, a scholarly kind of... Uh, scholarly pursuit, if it's more of a, like, as you say, yeah, just trying to get research, trying to get answers. They seem to be trying to do it by the book, which yeah. is, you know, um, really interesting to see the fact that they've been in the city for a few weeks, um, working their way around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 exciting to see them kind of established in the city, um, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 you know why I like these little these little vignettes because then we get a little bit of a background for these characters, a little bit of setup, gives us a little taste of what they're all about, and then we move on to uh, you know the next the next scene, the next handful of characters. Yeah. Oh boy, I think uh, I think I have my current favorite character <laughs> right now. And I think it's in the hearts of hearts of many. As yeah. uh, well, first first we were introduced to Ashton, uh, yeah. Talison's Talison's beautifully designed character, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I think I think that I think Ashton might be my favorite designed. Uh, yeah. Character it's out of the so cool. out of the group, a really interesting so take cool. on on uh, an Earth Genasi. I hadn't really seen one like styled in such a way with the the, the amethyst hair. Oh my gosh, it's so cool. Jade kind of skin. The um the gold the gold repair like the the um Kintsuki kind of Kintsuki kind of uh, repair job. Oh. But now, how are people going to cause? Yeah, the the, yeah the exposed thing. What's going on with that? Oh my gosh. Oh. I'm so intrigued. I'm so intrigued. I am also interested on on seeing how uh, people are going to cosplay Ashton. Yeah, yeah. I think Talison came out and tweeted that, like, once again, he's making it as hard as possible for people to cosplay these characters. Thank you, Talison. Yeah. Thank you. Cosplayers around the globe are are just so happy. So happy with this design. Um, Spiked hair. No, but I, I, I love the idea of Talison playing this very, like, abrasive barbarian. Um, mm. Very interesting character. Uh, definitely felt awesome. hints of, like, the asshole of Molly. Molly in him. Yeah. Um, but and also, I'm like, him. low charisma, like, but yeah. also still friendly as well. Yeah. That's the thing I've noticed. Yeah. Like, he's, he's quite a friendly character. Um, mm-hmm. Even though, you know, constantly telling people to fuck off and. Um, yeah. Can be, can be quite abrasive. Seems to genu- genuinely like people, or at the very least, mm-hmm. likes just things happening. Um, yeah. Likes f- fresh cut grass. Oh <laughs> like, my is, god. Is, is, is seemingly uh, growing attached to them. Um, yep. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I really like Talison's character. He's just having a lot of fun with it. Such a cool design. So excited for Barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know yeah. what type of Barbarian. Yeah, though. what was it's Chaos Burst? What was totally. that? Matt has said that it's a homebrew okay. subclass. 
Oh, um, okay, it's totally... Oh, shit. So I'm thinking, like, some, like, kind of... Well, Talison said there was, like, uh, he had an ability or something that had, like, this magnetic effect, or, like, it had this kind of... Yeah, like a gravity build. Yeah. So is it like, like a... Is it like a dunamancy type? Yeah, like, graviturgy kind of... Yeah, that that's now that that's what I'm kind of thinking about now too. That yeah. that would be cool because yeah, as soon as as soon as Talison was like, yeah, I'm going like a gravity build. I was like, hmm, doing a mansion. Unimus barbarian. Yeah. What it is? That'd be really cool. Oh yeah. Well, I like that because yeah, with the Explorer's Guide to Wild Mount, they started taking Dunamancy and applying it to a lot of different subclasses. So mm -hmm. I think it makes sense that they were going to expand it even more. Um, yeah, because I mean, we've got like Echo Knights and things like that. So. I like the idea of a gravity-based barbarian. Makes sense, um, too. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. And, you know, Earth Genasi's a really kind of cool play on that as well. Yeah. Looking at, like, but then that... Magnetism. That tells stuff. me that, like, because obviously this could just be, like, a unique uh, take on what an Earth Genasi could look like. Yeah. Um, but I'm wondering if the design is more, uh, you know, deep, is, if it's deeper than that. Um, yeah. with like this like opal this opal brain inside of I don't I don't know the anatomy of Earth Genasis. Um yeah. but because he's more like gem based and seems to have some kind of like a magical ability about him, it'd be interesting if he yeah. was like born from something or created from something. Yeah. Um but what that is, no idea if that even is what happened. It's Talison. Who who the hell knows what what backstory that character has and it could be nothing again it could all be uh in matt's hands just as it was with molly yeah i'm just i'm just looking at my notes to see like i yeah i saw it on twitter like, look they're they're literally punk rock like oh yeah um yep. they've got this this very um yeah you know fuck authority vibe but oh yeah, yeah I, I just i really do like how kind of likable they are yeah <laughs> You said that we all said at the start, like we, I genuinely like all these characters. Um, they're all very like accessible and just friendly and exciting, um, which is really cool. And that hammer, I want to see oh. more of that hammer. A oh, giant hammer. I was I, I I spent like several minutes just staring at each character's like full full uh, yeah. like port character portrait and just yeah. Oh, they're all they're all. Are all so adorable and beautiful and amazing and gorgeous. <laughs> it is oh. really cool art. It is slick. Yeah. The artist yeah. really knocked it out of the park with uh, <laughs> helping design these these characters and their entire look. Um, but moving on to the character that captured all of our hearts, we have Fresh Cut Grass what? or what FCG, or I also like how how Ashton was calling uh, calling them letters. Letters, I think letters might cute. be might end up being their, their nickname. I hope that ends up being yeah. their nickname because that's adorable. I love or letters. Like FC or something. Or like yeah, FC, yeah, they're saying yeah. fresh as well. But fresh yes. cut grass. Fresh cut grass. A little, a little warforged automaton thing. Yeah, I don't know if they're warforged or not. Like that's what I'm trying to figure out. If, if they, like, because we have automatons. We have automatons before, essentially warforged appeared in Exandria, so mm -hmm. I think it's probably just splitting hairs at this point, but like, mm -hmm. yeah, I think if we're going to, if, from what Matt has said, Warforger essentially the Eormatons, like Devexian yeah. and that, mm -hmm. I think 
Sam's character falls more into like automation, uh, automation. Why can't I speak? Uh, automaton, like uh, yeah. like an actual created creature, like yeah. Doty, but seemingly much more advanced. I just saw someone mm-hmm. in chat say Modron, and I love it, um, and I'm down for it, <laughs> which is like a race of um, a race of clockwork beings, essentially. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, so I, I I'm excited to see like this seemingly you know, automatic made creature that yeah. has so much personality and so much life. The fact that in the first episode, they're talking about like souls. Like, do you have a soul? Yeah. <laughs> this is really it's so deep, deep already. For the first it's episode. so deep. Yeah. Like, no, but, thinking it, but... <laughs> but that actually, that actually got me thinking. I'm wondering, like, this is obviously just a, like a huge guess or prediction. Um, because that whole, like, uh, Oh, I'm not soul touched. I don't have a soul or whatever, but then Fern, like, well, if you can experience, you know, emotions, then uh, I think you would have a soul. Um, that got me thinking that what if this is just like foreshadowing, like what if, you know, fresh cut grass becomes a real boy, you know, like with Pinocchio and stuff. And like they somehow like yeah. give him a soul or something and yeah. ends up being, uh, <laughs> being, being his, his arc. Oh my word. Um, that's pretty amazing. That'd be yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. But I just, I love the design. He's so adorable. God forbid anything happens happens to them. I will riot. I will he's, riot. He's just so positive and friendly. Smiley day to you. So friendly. Smiley day. <laughs> the, the fucking accent. Yeah. I'm ready for them to go like... Uh, <laughs> it might be cliche, but like, imagine if they just like suddenly go very dark and very like kill bot mode like yeah all right time to protect my oh, friends yeah um but i love the idea yeah they're they're like a hill they're, they're a hill bot yeah um basically but having sam play a cleric because sam is a wonderful wonderful at supporting people in their role play so supporting people with mm-hmm. you know spells and yeah that sort of thing is going to be really fun to see um oh yeah it's it's really exciting oh and i love <laughs> i love so wild i know Definitely not what I was expecting. 100%. When Sam said, um, I I thought for a second, because Sam started with, like, he, uh, you see, rolling in, I thought they might have been playing a character in, like, a combat wheelchair. That's, Um, yeah, that was initially what I thought, too. So, so I was like, oh, wow, this is exciting. (laughs) And then I see the portrait pop up. (laughs) I was like, oh, no. Oh, I see. I see. But I love the idea that they don't have legs and it's just a, like a unicycle. That's a, it. A uniwheel. A uniwheel. Oh my god. Just more brilliant character design. Oh, this that, is... No one could have predicted that. No one. I mean... But I'm also surprised no one did. At the same time. Oh. It's... It's I'm so in love. sweet. Like... I'm in love. I was getting, I was getting uh, like big uh, claptrap vibes from Borderlands, <laughs> as well yeah. as um, Bender, um, Bender from, or Ben, yeah. Ben, not Bender. I was oh. thinking of Fender from <laughs> Futurama. Uh, yeah. Ben from uh, Treasure Planet. Ben from Treasure Planet. Oh if you've seen yeah, that yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I love him, and in classic Sam Regal fashion. Uh, had one of the funniest, funniest st- moments. 
Oh, the jerry can was oh, good. I'm talking about the yeah, yeah, the fucking the reasons yeah. uh, that he's named I, the way he is. I um, I don't normally watch Critical with other people, but I went and watched it last night with my brother, yeah. and we had to pause it because we were so broken by that joke. <laughs> I think it might be the hardest, I, and it might have just been because I was watching with someone else, but it's probably the hardest I've laughed. Yeah. It was... And also because of just the cast's reaction. They were yeah. working for a while. Yeah, it, it was like a slow sweep. build, too. It yeah. did the sweep. And just, like, Robbie's face in particular yeah. was just, like, <laughs> struggling, keeping it together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, oh, the fucking delivery of it, it was just... <laughs> it was so good. It was so unexpected. I know. <laughs> Don't... <laughs> Because, I mean, it was, it was just such innocent thing. You know, fresh cut grass, you got oatmeal, apple pie, and then just... Oh, my God. Um, Laura's reaction's incredible. And, like, yeah. she was like, oh! And then yeah. she starts laughing. Ashley just dissolves, like... Yeah. <laughs> Liam was just, like, trying to stay in character, and then just... It just collapsed. It, oh. it was... It was such a perfect joke. I think... <laughs> I, I lost count, but it was like at least like five or six times that I think Matt face palmed in just the first episode. It yeah. was quite a lot. It was quite it a was, few times, uh, yeah. It was many, no, many was... a times. Um, but Olivia, uh, one of our uh, members of the community, she went to one of the theaters that it was um, oh, premiering cool. at. And she said that the auditorium like erupted in laughter for a good like five That's to ten minutes when the joke when the joke really landed. Cool. Oh. oh, that would have been a great one to like. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh, I wish I could have gone. I wish I could have gone to one. Oh, that would have been be so cool. crazy. Um, but yeah, two two wonderful that characters really who have also been together uh, for a few weeks. Yeah. We got a little bit of a background. Uh, of them that they had a job in a silver mine, I guess, where a bunch of their compatriots had, uh, well, yeah. it was... Just Fresh Cut. Yeah, just Fresh Cut's uh, compatriots, because then, yeah, Ashton came in a bit later. Um, so that, yeah, that's pretty, interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm suspecting we'll get more to that story, because the concept that Fresh Cut was just in stasis and then woke up and the party was destroyed mm -hmm. is... No, no, no one insight checked the the wee the wee robot. <laughs> on that do, one. You think, do you think? Do you think? Do you think? It's it seems they like did it? maybe more to it. <laughs> That's what I said to my brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sleep stabber. Um, yeah. Oh. No, but but like it just it kind of made me think like, can this creature just completely shut down when they sleep, or is there uh -huh. going to be like some kind of aspect to or like some foul play involved to what caused them to not notice that their party was being somewhat killed, or were they just not being completely truthful with the uh, order of events? Mm -hmm. Seemingly, Ashen being sent out to investigate what happened meant that there was some importance to their mission. They said that they were clearing out a silver mine, but mm -hmm. why? For what purpose? Obviously, yeah. you know, to clear out a silver mine, but was there, is there more to the story? I'm going to say yeah. probably. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to learn more about that. Oh, doggo. Oh. I got a visit from a puppy. Push the door. That's amazing. You push the door open. Let me close the door. Yeah. It's just me. Oh. Um. Um. No, but I love I love the um. Again, with these with these vignettes, we get to see 
char early character motive motive uh, motivations and it gives them a goal in these early in these early episodes that they're all they're all working towards something and i like the bit we got for we like we still don't know um we know that Talison's homebrew subclass. Mm -hmm. For Sam, we can maybe, maybe start to guess, but it's hard because there's nothing specific that's like jumped out to say, oh yeah, you know, they're a life cleric or they're a knowledge cleric or forge or whatever or something new, completely new. But I yeah. did like that we got a look into uh, Fresh Cut's source, like their 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 source. Like it's not faith based. They're not a faith based cleric. Mm -hmm. they're, they're seemingly a you know, a helping cleric. They, they get their yeah. power from wanting to help and protect others, mm -hmm. which is really sweet. It and also really, really sad if that stems from their inability to protect their last party. Yeah, because they had, um... It, se it seems like a homebrew thing. Uh, he used a... What was Sam it? Sam is Sim also homebrew. Yeah, he used a uh, symbiotic bond or something? No, yes, sympathetic. Yeah. Sympathetic binding. Sympathetic binding, yeah. Sympathetic binding. Which is such a... Which is such a map. Like, yeah, title. yeah, <laughs> it's such a matte feature. Yeah, channel divinity. It yeah. definitely seems like it's like probably that. some kind of a uh, definitely a homebrewed uh, automaton sort of deal. Yeah, um, I'm I'm really keen. I like, I mean, even though, like, we go, yeah, we we, we want to learn more about like this dancer that they kept referring to yeah. as their creator, we see that they have kind of these gold and blue patches which aren't too dissimilar like I'm not drawing these connections but aren't too dissimilar really to like Doty's design um I'm just yeah I'm keen to see where this goes oh I know uh but we got character motiv motivations for these guys obviously yep FCG wants Point. to just help help people help yep. the the downtrodden the lost get them on their path heal them up and Ashton Ashton's just wanting some 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 money we can go back to gambling. That's all. Yeah. That's all. That's that's Ashton's whole vibe. Uh, yeah. but very very strong personalities from from both of them really in very different mm. ways. Uh, but it definitely seems like while Ashton is seems to be very friendly and such with those with those closest to him and seems to just want to know people. Um, mm. there definitely seems to be a strong sense of like loyalty to those who who closest to even in just these yeah. brief like characterization moments because when they were in i think it was when they're in the spire of fire because they were talking to that um ishari i think uh the bar, the bar guy, guy's name was it was the yeah, yeah, um, Shia. yes the 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 guitar the, the oh geez this is where we don't know any of the any of the characters it's not it's not a yonin Katari. yes the Katari. Not right there. Because I thought the Ishir. name was Shia, like Shia Cliff. Oh yeah. Um, but it's I think it's I checked Crit Roll stats and they spelled it Ishia. Ishir. So okay. Ishir, yeah. Um when Ishir was taking particular interest in what, you know, FC's whole deal was, um Ashton was very, I guess, protective in that mm -hmm. scene. Being like careful, like he's yeah. vicious, like, you know, careful what you say around him. Um, but I feel like it was, like, funny, like, oh, he looks so innocent and, and uh, you know, uh, yeah. not a not a mean bone or, you know, gear in his body. <laughs> but for me, that more came off of, like, careful what you say, because I'll fuck you up if you uh, if you diss my friend here. Yeah. Um, that's the kind of vibe that I, I'm picking up from, from Ash in yeah. there, so. 
It was that kind of like, yeah, like decent travel buddies because it's like, have you eaten? Did you sleep well? Yeah. They're going through the motions of traveling companions. It's very sweet. Yeah, definitely, definitely love it. Uh, But then this is where, I mean, everything was, was exciting and almost a twist in of itself, starting with Sam's character. But the next handful of characters that we were introduced to, <laughs> I, yep, expectations gone out the window. That was wild. That was so cool. Um, my brother hasn't seen EXU, and uh, so when Matt said, you know, Liam, Ashley, and Robbie, <laughs> he was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I was like, "Wait, Robbie, yeah. Travis, did you change your name?" Perfect. Perfect. I'm so excited. I, yeah. Oh, it's I, so I, cool. I didn't even think of it as a possibility that they would bring in the EXU characters. Didn't even enter my mind for a second. Oh my gosh. But it's so cool. It's yeah, we, so cool. Even, we even said, I think, at the start of EXU about how, like, like... Oh yeah, Liam's playing a halfling fighter, and I think that was, that's been a very popular, you know, character choice or character prediction for Liam for a while. Like you know, halfling and fighter, and to know that I think Liam tweeted like he's had this character idea since 2017. So to mm-hmm. know that this is the character they uh, he had planned for campaign three for a while, and now yeah. we get to see this like introduction to the character but then now this fleshing out and this mm-hmm. full adventure with the character i'm super excited i don't know if i've said on the show before i really like halfling fighters <laughs> i'm super excited for yeah. more um but i'm just so excited that robbie's here i know oh but now now begs the question is how long does robbie stick around is he a permanent forever addition i mean <laughs> I hey there's I'll, no reason I'll... not to assume forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people had he's, mentioned, though, that he was just going to be a guest for a little while. Um, yeah. So we'll see. It, it could be... This could be one of those things where they are just constantly rotating in guests for, like, several sessions at a time. Or or they themselves might be changing characters as they go along. Like, we don't yeah. know. But I feel like... I feel like, um, again, Matt said on Twitter that how... Or, uh, how uh, Liam and Ashley wanted to kind of test play their characters' ideas for campaign three to see if they liked them, see if they could flesh them out. So that's why they've decided to then, you know, they were Orem and uh, Fern for EXU, and now they're mm-hmm. bringing them to campaign three, which makes me feel like they're their, you know, set character choices for campaign three. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of ways that Dorian would then somehow leave them, and I can't think of many ways. <laughs> so I feel like he's sticking around, yeah. which is perfect because Robbie's such a good fit um eight players is scary I mean seven players is scary anything above four players is scary for me (laughs) it is a lot but they they all have a good grasp on storytelling and sharing scenes and progressing the narrative and stuff so definitely yeah and and Matt is obviously fully capable um I think but yeah it's a bit it's a bit intimidating that's a lot of it's a lot of players because then you think if they add then like another guest that's nine then which is mm. just like ridiculous I mean, numbers many, what's the most they've ever had at the table at once i'm, I'm thinking it might probably I think it was, was nine like campaign one finale yeah when they at had uh, point, they will had, and mary 
And they also had uh, Joe, I think, oh, at yeah. the table too. Yep. But they didn't have Ashley. I think Ashley was on a screen. Oh, so. yeah. That's so right. So it would have been, what's that? That's seven, eight, nine people at the table. No. Well, then again, I don't think I don't think Mary and Will were there at the same time as Joe. Oh yeah. So it might have yeah, ah. might have been like yeah, math. It's fine. Math is technically, a technically nine people because Ashley's there, but on a screen. So yeah, that's that'd be interesting to see more people turn up and they get more chairs around the table. Yeah. But we'll see. No, but I I am absolutely loving having these EXU characters back because I I loved I loved all those characters. Uh, but I think Fern, Fern and Dorian were one of my more favorite ones, because Dorian just has such an interesting story. So we can't forget his whole, like, dark side, you know, scare yeah. that, that he almost had. So I wonder if that might be lingering yeah. at all still a little bit, or that if we'll get some more, um, like, Lolth dreams, maybe, if he's if she's still, you know, sort of in the back of his yeah. mind. Um, but then with Fern, you know, we had the, the, the dark inverse of Fern deal with yeah. the, the Feywild thing. Her whole, her whole, um, like war mother or something. I can't remember what the, uh, yeah, the title yeah. of that one. I don't think this is the right book where I wrote my notes, was. but yeah, the, 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 the bat, like the, the, the war queen or like yeah. the, the war monarch or the, it was war something sovereign. like that. The war sovereign, maybe. Maybe. It was oh. something war. It was war and it was scary and yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, these these characters that were already established and fleshed out a little bit in EXU, now we get to see how their stories from that translate into a campaign, like a whole campaign. Because we don't really know a whole lot of Orum stuff. We know he was kind of sent around by Keyleth, but not really sure what for? Something. And now seemingly this is them continuing that the same quest like it doesn't seem as though they've gone back and they've oh no but they but maybe they did because then matt also said like you got sent to imon yeah i think i think they're still on a quest from keyleth yeah that's we're gonna need the time we'll figure out the timeline eventually yeah yeah court roll stats since exu it's a bit of time since exu maybe like a couple weeks couple months but um yeah, this idea that he's still on this quest from Keyleth, seemingly looking for people, which didn't really come up too much mm-hmm. if that was the initial quest for in EXU, but it's probably something, it could be something new that's been added for their hook, yeah. um, which is exciting. I like, I like looking for people quests. That's yeah. very cool. As long as it doesn't turn into like another duel in Tversky that I'm going to lose my mind over. Oh, okay. and we'll never, um, we'll never know. We'll <laughs> never be found. Oh. Um, one thing, so. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I do that I do uh, want to point out, and I'm very excited for, is so so far there doesn't seem to be a um, a very I guess Orum. Orum is the only one that's like very serious, very uh, you know stay on task and all that stuff. Yeah. Everyone else is uh, pretty chaotic, I would say. Yeah. Uh, you know, Fern obviously tapping into that a little bit with her, you know, sticky fingers, ste- stealing that earring from that poor, that poor man. She, she was so rude. I know. <laughs> like, Fern like, is I, so it great. I my heart. Yeah. That character reacted. I'm like, oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. <laughs> um, but but Fern, amazing. Fern is great. 
I, I like I like that Orem is kind of like the the straight man. Like we 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 called Orem the adult of the group in ESU. Yeah. So he, well, he's gonna um, do it again. He's gonna be doing but, it again. But the, but the same way that they can also then you know they go with the flow. Like they're mm-hmm. very on board with you know just seeing how it kind of works out. Nervous and seemingly a little bit anxious about it, but still confident enough to to get in and try to solve the situation. Um, mm-hmm. I like that. Because I also really liked Orem and Dorian's relationship in EXU and oh, yeah. how they kind of, not so much clashed, but they definitely, like, pushed up against each other a little bit. It sounds weird. <laughs> but they, they definitely came across each other. Again, weird. You know what I mean? Uh, they, 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 they butted heads a bit a few times. Um, mm. Nothing serious, but, like, you know, some differing opinions on how they should proceed and things like that. So it'll be interesting to see in a larger group, how Oren kind of... Oren, I said Oren. I uh, made me think of the Parks and Rec character, Oren. <laughs> how Oren would uh, work in a much larger group where there are more, you know, things pulling them from different sides and wanting to stay focused on his task uh, whilst also, you know... Like, how do you get this character that's been set on a task? Either you deal with the task right away or they're going to want to deal with it uh, and, like, leave the group, or they're going to finish the task right away and then want to go back home. So I'm just wondering how this character is going to be more integrated in a larger group for a longer campaign setting. Oh, yeah. So either they're not and they're going to swap characters out or it's going to be really exciting and fun and cool. Not that the other option's not going to be, but, you know, yeah. it's going to be, there's going to be a cool way to keep them connected in this continent. And yeah, for sure. With this group of people. For sure. Because we got to see their character di- dynamics grow and shift in EXU and now, you know, they have a whole new party that we get to see new dynamics yeah. form and stuff and how, and, and how they handle all of those things. And on the topic of who they're looking for, the anger. The anger. <laughs> Keyleth has sent them to look for someone called the anger. Hmm. It feels too obvious to assume it's like Grog or something, right? Is it Grog? <laughs> I feel like she would just say Grog, though. Because Orum, Orum knows of Vox Machina. Yeah, I know. I just want it to be crazy. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Obviously. Give me Old Man Grog. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Every time I think of Old Man Grog, I think of that picture that you have of uh, oh, oh, Grog and the, and the Raven. It's my favorite. Oh, I don't man. want to look at it. It'll make me cry. <laughs> no, only happiness as we talk about this episode. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Super great seeing these characters again. And... It'll be interesting if if uh, they do end up switching out their characters, but I feel like I would like Orum and Fern to stay. Uh, I really yeah. like their characters, and I think they both have really interesting story potentials, given what we got during EXU. So definitely really excited for that. But I was I was not worried. I figured Travis yeah. was going to be in the campaign. Yeah. Um, but I was like, is he just not going to be in the first episode? Or is he? Is it like a caduceus where they have to like find him or something? Um, and Twitch chat, Twitch chat was just, they were not having it. They were, uh, yeah. they were I very worried that, Twitch yeah. Chat. I, I can't keep up with it, but I was, I was thinking that and my brother was saying, yeah, like people are going to be losing their minds if Travis doesn't turn up. Yeah. And we were we were panicking. We were like yeah. doing the math. We're like, well, look, they're kind of positioned a little bit over to the right, so there's enough space <laughs> for someone to fit in on the left. Like, yeah. And then, but then initiative started. We're like, oh no, where's Travis? I know. But then when it, when he comes out, 
Uh, I, you know, obviously I was internally cheering and stuff and super excited. And that was the other moment um, where Olivia said this, that the entire auditorium erupted in, in cheers yeah. and stuff when, when Travis finally came on. Um, but then when he described himself as like an old man, I was like, okay. Yeah. And it turns out, again, expectations gone. Another absolute twist. Bertrand Bell? That is... It, uh, Amazing. My brother also hasn't seen The Search for Grog. Ah. So, so know the... I'm like, I'm like, like, Bertrand Bell? He's like, who's that? I'm like, oh my fucking god, you're gonna love this guy. Was, um, but wasn't Bertrand Bell a high-level character in the one-shot? Yeah, that was like level 15 or something. Or like I guess because he's, he's like, he's like 70 years old, he's probably oh, yeah, lost a bit of his... Definitely. His kick, so. Definitely. I guess that makes that sense. That seemingly happened to Tarion, too, I think, in the Darrington Brigade one-shot. Mm, mm-hmm. There were a few lower levels than they were previously. Yeah, you know, age catches up to humans yeah. a bit. Um, yeah. But I love this character. I love how sus they are. I yeah. love how... Like, what are they doing here? <laughs> what are they doing so, here? Why are they working with this very, uh, you know, mob, mob-esque, you know, individual... Uh, Lord Esteros, I think their name is. Yeah. Yeah, what are the, you doing, Bertrand? How, how shady they seem. How... It's like, amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and just the... Travis playing, like, this older character, so, like, really playing... Yeah, like, oh know, my man. god. That was, like, Falling asleep, forgetting movie. people's names... Oh my um, no, god. Beautiful. It's so good. And yeah, that like I see it in chat here and I see a lot of people talking about it. Like, is this gonna be Travis's character for the whole campaign? Is it gonna be a short term yeah. Is the anger or like this what it was the name? Oshad Barrero Barrero that Orem's looking for, is that potentially Travis's character? Oh, that's an interesting theory. And and they're gonna get to them at some point. I really hope Bertrand doesn't die. Oh no. <laughs> That'd be so sad, but that that is a good uh, a good topic of discussion because I I now that we know to just throw out all expectations and stuff, I am just going to guess that Bertrand is not here to stay, and yeah. Travis will have a more a more permanent character, especially because there's already a level disparity. And while it's not yeah. you know a huge deal um, and stuff, but it would be nice if everyone was at like an even an even playing field. Yeah. So I could definitely mm-hmm. imagine. Uh, Bertrand Bell will make an exit at some point and then see a new character. And I like your theory of it po- potentially being this the anger individual. Yeah. That'd be really I like cool. that. Um, we also see that Travis has come in kind of as uh, kind of as this quest giver. Um, almost, yeah. almost playing a little bit of an NPC role. Like, yeah. Uh, which is really, really kind of cool because I like the idea of uh, this is clearly you know, a character that this is like planning that he's done with Matt to get Bertrand to this level. So mm-hmm. I like the idea of him being the quest giver, him having this kind of insider knowledge. Cause you can imagine if Travis were there with another character, Bertrand would still be a really good NPC for Matt to bring in. So yeah. why not just get the actor that created him to play <laughs> that person? Um, mm-hmm. It worked really well and it kind of makes it exciting for the possibility of future guest npcs yeah um, from previous from which previous matt story. has mentioned that he has wanted to before i think he said he wanted like matt Coval to play yeah. a villain in campaign two or something like mm-hmm. that so um 
I do like I do like this kind of idea. I don't like the prospect of Bertram Bell dying. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, neither do I. But I'm open to any possibilities. Expectations out the window. But we could get we could that. get the angst early on. We could get early angst. That would be, be angst. Great. That that'd just be the, like sadness. Like <laughs> angst is like ooh, like it's that exquisite agony of like, yeah. yeah. The, no, this is yeah. just everything's bad. Everything's awful. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, I think we're going to get a lot of existential angst from Fresh Cut Grass. Oh my god, like, yes. Again, they talked about Soul Episode 1. Like, this is going to get deep <laughs> with this character. I'm already th- I was <laughs> I was literally already thinking about well, FCG's death and, like, how it could be- Why? How- <laughs> Why <laughs> because, because, okay, okay, okay. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have led with that. I shouldn't have led with that. But let me explain. Let me explain. <laughs> Let me explain, because he was also giving me, like, C-3PO vibes a little bit yeah. uh, from Star Wars. And then I thought of, like, C-3PO's, like, fake death in the last Star Wars movie, where he was just like, I'm taking one last look at all of my oh, friends yeah. before before he got, like, his oh, memory wiped no. and stuff. So, no. <laughs> Far out! I'm on board with you, man. Oh, no. <laughs> What if like what if his memory gets wiped at some point in the in the in the story and he's just like hello and he like he like loses like all like personality he's like hello <laughs> I am designation X Y seven two Do you need assistance? Oh god! Oh no no no! It's Wally! It's like Wally! Oh yeah! It is like. <laughs> Like a more inte- like not intelligent. Wally's great. Like yeah. a more functional Wally. And I can't. It's my favorite film, and I can't watch it all the time because I get too yeah. sad. Oh. Damn, it's been a while since I've been banned from my own chat. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I want to shout out Brian <laughs> Regan in chat. Call him Robot Ted Lasso because I wrote that in my notes. Oh really? <laughs> When, when they said it rhymes, so I'm in. I'm like, that's such a Ted Lasso thing to say. <laughs> yeah, so well done. I'm glad someone else picked up uh, on those vibes. Or yeah, wait, someone just said uh, Baymax. He's like Baymax from Big Hero 6. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. But seemingly a little bit more like uh, checked in <laughs> Yeah. Baymax. Or a little, yeah. little bit more like plugged into the culture and how to yes. socially interact with people. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. Oh. I'm angry with you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just that's just what I thought. It's the that, but that's the sad angst that I like because it's like, oh, like his yeah. memory gets wiped, but it's like he's still there, but it's like the memory of him is gone, or like, no, oh. I feel like I feel like <laughs> the angst I like is the type where you do get the angst, but then there's a resolution of like, you know, a character dies, but they're brought back, and we well, maybe yeah, maybe his memory angst. would come back. Just gotta, you know. He's gonna do something. Uh, but anyways, uh, moving on from uh, from that, so I don't get uh, so I don't get uh, hunted down uh, later tonight. <laughs> uh, I feel the uh, I feel the pitchforks and, and torches already. Um, we did get we did get a, that that combat was really cool. Um, yeah. Form of Maybe. dread from Laudna. What is that? Don't know. Is that homebrew? Is everyone homebrew? Is literally everyone? Well, that could just be another thing. Like, throw expectations out the window where literally everything could be homebrewed. Like, it could all just be new stuff from their 
new uh, guides and stuff. Oh, it's an undead. Oh, yeah, Form yeah, of yeah. Dread is an undead warlock. Ability. I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, uh, there it is. Uh, and there it is. Looks and like they have go. all the answers. So we just cut that out. Yep, that will be edited out. We uh, we know our stuff. We play Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, okay, we know. We see that it's undead. Yeah, <laughs> it's like ten feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, no, it's good. No, thank you, thank you, because I, 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 did, I honestly didn't know. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really don't know a whole lot about Dungeons and Dragons. If I'm being honest, uh, I just play it because I like role playing. Um, mm. but no, the combat was fun. Uh, really. <laughs> I just like the the idea of a little like kitchen knife being like a little angry bee, or or Matt's like if a if the broom was angry, it's fucking. Uh... I I need to go back and clip it. Matt acting out the tassels on the carpet. I think oh yeah. Was Lord and I said like I look it in the eyes or in the tassels. Yeah. And the way Matt acts in that scene for about five seconds is. Yeah. Beautiful. Like, he, he becomes a scared rug. With yeah, it's so good. <laughs> but no, that's a really cool intro level, intro level fight. Like, animated, animated objects for some weird kind of reason. Some, yeah. like, ex like ex explosion, like some kind of flare or some, some fuckery happening yeah. here. Yeah. Um, Again, I like how they kept trying to pin it on Bertrand a bit of like, <laughs> did you have anything to do yeah, with how this? Convenient. Yeah, how yeah. convenient. Um, yeah, and yeah, I'm, I want to know more about this Lord Estros because their place is weird. <laughs> like this, yeah, his whole deal is weird. They took over for another patron 20 years ago. but Yeah, Mistress, Mistress uh, Prudage. Yeah. Prudage. Yeah, because... <laughs> Which they learned about from what's her name, Zuda uh, Zudana, yes. the, uh, the uh, woman the one they're who... staying with, who yep. is the most gorgeous person. In the so so wholesome, <laughs> just the sweetest like... old lady. Oh, yeah, love that like landlady kind of yeah. vibe going on. Um, Hopefully, yeah, nothing just, bad like, happens there. Really fun. Already like really. Not not established because it's only the first episode, but really they feel established NPCs. We've got mm -hmm. a few that are connected with um, Ashton. We've got these ones connected with Lord Knight and Imogen. Um, we've kind of got these. It, it feels like they've come in from another universe, almost, even though it's the same universe. But we've got mm -hmm. the EXU trio yeah. wandering in. Um, it feels like a crossover episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Uh, I was definitely getting some some of those vibes. I was like, this is some like Avengers just, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then just the whiplash of Bertram Bell turning <laughs> up. Like, so random. So random. Like they just like they just turn up. I still um, can't believe Bertram Bell is here. I that is just so so hilarious to me. Just the thought of that. And seemingly still on the back foot and like. Oh yeah. You know. Uh, speaking grand, like speaking of their yep. grandiose nature, when there's yep. nothing behind it, nothing. The Gildor and Lockhart of Alexandria. Oh my God, it's it's so good. I expect nothing less from from good old from good old Birdie. Um, <laughs> and then especially because uh, I I had no idea it was going to be Bertram Bell, but then when uh, it's like the gambler's rape here, I was like, wait, wait, Ooh, wait a minute, cool. yeah, hold yeah. on a second. We know what that item. 
what that item is. I started, yeah, I started picking it up from the voice, but like I was, I was, because they didn't show the character art straight away, and then yeah. they had the whole fight, and the whole time I'm just going like, it has to be, it has to be, it has to be, literally, <laughs> it has to be. There's no way it's yeah. not. No, it's not. Yeah, the, vo the voice and the, the cane. And it's such a cool cane. and Yeah. And then uh, Joseph, Joseph Ingram in chat brings up the... Um, or not not Joseph. Oh, my God. Uh, Dragonfly. Sorry. Uh, Dragonfly brings up the uh, idea of Bertrand and Aurum maybe yeah. knowing of each other, perhaps? Yeah. <laughs> saw, or at least Aurum knowing who Bertrand is, if he... I Remembers? I saw people bringing that up, like, uh, what will Bertram do when they realize Oren was sent by Keyleth? Yeah, and someone goes, yeah. Bertram has forgotten Keyleth. Like, boy, Bertram <laughs> won't be able to remember Keyleth. Yeah, like, who? Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. That is 100% what's going to happen. Um, I am shifting gears a little bit, because I'm just looking at some, like, really random notes that I have. Um... The Rollies, the Rollies gambling oh, yeah. game that they supposedly created. I'm really interested in seeing what that what that actually is and how that plays out. I think it's you roll a d10, whoever gets the highest wins. I think that's what Rollies is. <laughs> that's that sounds that's that sounds like probably. Yeah. I think they're rolling a d20, aren't they? I think it was a d10. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. It's a, it sounds like a dice game. You roll who gets the highest. Wins. Yeah. Um, I want to know. I want to know the, the details. Know. The exact Ooh. rules. I can see chat is already jumping into some wild theories. Jinx, Jinx City? Jinx City has said Bertrand is a Rakshasa. Oh my god. I yeah, I saw a few a few changeling guesses as well. Um, oh yeah. But I don't fully buy into that because yeah. Bertrand is, is fully characterized in this state as Bertrand. Um, and quite geriatric in nature, <laughs> like yeah. it'd be a full, full pool to like <laughs> to yeah. play that. Mm -hmm. um, oh wow! Okay, it was a d twenty. Apparently, Talisman was just rolling badly, very badly. <laughs> Un <gasps> unfortunate, very unfortunate. But I do like how obviously Bertrand serving as this NPC as character, giving the party their first uh, mission. But I really liked how all of these little vignettes tie together in a way where they all have their own individual goals and motivations but they all work together when they come to do this quest that Bertrand has put before them because obviously Lana in and Imogen are looking to prove themselves to gain access mm -hmm. to the university um Ashton and and FCG are just looking for work looking for coin obviously this this helps greatly uh, but then the EXU, the EXU gang, they are looking for particular individuals, and working with this Lord Esteros could give them a way of establishing a connection with a higher power within the city, who can then maybe keep eyes out um, around the city for the people that they're looking for. So while they all come from different walks of life and they all have their own stories, I really like how they've all come together in this first episode in mm. such a in such a well, you know old way yeah and yeah as you said like earlier we get there we get the individual little vignettes and they still end up meeting in a tavern kind of thing yeah you've been outside the tavern but still mm -hmm. get to know each other inside a tavern it's that that classic kind of nostalgic meeting um yeah i'm super excited for them i think they're i think they're really cool characters their designs obviously are wonderful oh yeah um 
and just the how eager they are to kind of form these connections is going to make it fun. And I just, I'm so excited to go to all these different places in Marquette. Yeah. Like this city, I feel like you could spend ages in this. Oh city, yeah. But then so talking amazing. about even leaving to go to other places, um, like yeah, it's 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 very cool. <laughs> it's just it's so exciting, man. It's so mm-hmm. cool that we've got campaign three. I um, know. I know. We're back. We got it. We get to watch it. We get to enjoy it. We get to see yeah. these characters grow and have uh, the memories wiped. It's so exciting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm most hoping for. That is my. That's going to be like my long-standing theory is that at some point, Absolute yeah. memory gets wiped. You heard it here first. I'm on board just to torture <laughs> chat with you. But secretly, I hate. Yes. It. <laughs> yeah, we hate you all. Um, no, but I really like also in this. Obviously. I also love the design of this Lord Esteros, a full pureblood orc, older in years and stuff, a very, you know, a position of status. How did they attain this? Like, what happened to Mistress uh, Prudage? What's what's that whole thing? Is this our new, like, seedy crime boss sort of deal? Like, is this the gentleman of this? I, see, of this I, didn't, one? Get, I didn't get underworld crime vibe from him. I got, like, uh, eccentric uh, kind of uh, hermit, uh, you know, like... Oh, yeah. uh, What's the word I'm thinking of? Like a no, yeah, like an eccentric noble hermit yeah. kind of thing, where they're they're hiding away and they're like, oh, that's old Willy Wonka up in his factory. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, um, actually, I could see that. Yeah, and because he literally did like with the cane and then the right yeah, door, Willy Wonka. Um, oh my god. So yeah, I, I I like the idea of one them having a match with this probably you know probably like level fifteen character, um, but like. Yeah how Bertrand plays into it, how they seemingly can help this person. What do they need help with? Mm-hmm. Like, what what will they get them to do? Um, is Bertrand going to be called out for their bullshit? <laughs> of, like, getting them I hope so, because it's hilarious. When, when Bertrand mentioned that, oh, I have a wing in the library named after me, or like, <laughs> I sponsor a wing in the library, and, and they're just like, oh, well, can you write a cell? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> um... They're not going to enjoy being lied to. So no, I'm no. Very, see this dynamic continue. Um, it's amazing. And yet the ties that bind. It's always because I mean we had Vox Machina were established. We had Mighty Nine became established because they were forced to stay together and solve a mystery together. Yeah. And then they're kind of heading in the same direction. These guys, I'm excited just to see what links them. What yeah, what like, fully together. Or if that doesn't happen, I'm also excited to see if there's potential for mix smash and like you know they mm-hmm. run into them again like a few months down the road and yeah, I don't yeah I'm not I'm not sure I'm not certain they're going to be swapping characters all that often except maybe no, Travis yeah. but like mm-hmm. I think it could be interesting to see you know just how they go as a character I saw yeah. I, I was joking with my brother when we were watching just Laura and Marisha at the start and they're talking and then it's like all right well we're heading off to Whitestone now and like they <laughs> go off and have their own campaign and yeah they leave the table and more people come and Matt's just running three campaigns at once sort of thing um but no, it's, it's it's very very fun um oh yeah I'm excited and I did I did love in that final scene with Lord Esteros when it kind of gave me chills a little bit and I just took a second to like take in each of their characters as Matt was um speaking as as Lord Esteros basically saying like um like so you wish to prove yourself you wish to 
see what you're made of and stuff. And that's just such like a very awesome line to end on, as well as just introduce to your characters in session one. Because, you know, they're level yeah. three characters. This is the beginning of a new adventure. And just that line of like, you know, you wish to prove yourself. You wish to prove your worth and show your show your abilities. I just thought it was very poetic and just a really awesome yeah. like storytelling line to use at the beginning of a story for these characters. Yeah. That's always been a really fun um, like character moment for a lot of the characters. Not necessarily, I don't think all the characters have had this type of moment, but we saw it a bit in campaign one too, the like uh, I can't remember the names, the, the cord guy. Uh, um, but the, the sh where do you find your strength? Or like, oh yeah, the Stormlord, yeah. Storm, it's storm, Stormlord's the thing, but what's the, it's a groundbreaker Groon, or whatever his name was. Oh, yeah. That guy. That guy. Yeah, yes, yeah. it, it was something like that. Yeah, I, lo I love those kind of things of like, well, where do you find your worth? Where yeah. do you find your strength? Um, mm -hmm. We had aspects of that in campaign two quite a bit too, like, you know, well like what what do you ha like we came up with his shana like what do you have to offer like what mm -hmm. is what is your value yeah. um yeah so it's cool that it's like it's here and it's just like you know what what or who are you what is, what's your deal kind of thing is yeah. the question um oh. earthbreaker earthbreaker group. earthbreaker group thank you thank you check up they <laughs> save us for like flounder for at least a minute before people got to the world. <laughs> I'm gonna stick in chat. I love you, chat. It's fine. You, chat. <laughs> yeah, they're great. They're a great bunch. Yeah. <laughs> they're on the up and um, Can we also talk just a little bit, just a little bit about the set? Oh, effects! Unbelievable! The lighting change, the sounds, the effects, the the projections oh, in the background. Beautiful. Oh wow. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm really stupid here. I'm still not a hundred percent certain if they if that is set behind them, you know, where to the window is and all the yeah. rafters, or if that is like green screen projection. I think it's all the um, set. I think it is. We need like a full like three sixty degree tour of it. <laughs> because I know they built a big set. Yeah. But it looked at some points, they had, like, you know, projections going on, and they might have, like, you know, mesh screening for mm -hmm. the um, visual displays um, or for the vision systems that they have set up. But it looked... At some points, it kind of looked green screen. At some points, it looked real, and I was just like, I don't I don't know, and I feel stupid for not knowing, but at the same time, if you can't tell, then it's really fucking good. <laughs> yeah, for real. It looked yeah. so cool, and I loved seeing the, the childlike awe of... The rest of the cast as the, the scenes was changing the light was changing mm. all of that stuff seeing them just bewildered by the magic of it it, it felt magical it was so cool the sunset the like, sunset oh the crackling imagine, fire imagine when, like they go underwater or if they're in like a oh. fire or something or they go in like a cave like a dark or cave like a thunderstorm or something, or something. oh my i can't be... the first storm the first storm Oh my I, God. Like a, a sandstorm from the desert, things like that. There's just so many potential, like amazing vision. Like, oh, I, I can't, I can't, I can't even like speak. <laughs> I know it's it's really hard. It's really hard to to formulate words to fully capture all of the emotions that I felt while That's watching so the cool. episode. <laughs> Expectations. Man are gone 
and all that's left is just pure amazement and love for all of the hard work that the cast and crew has put into producing Campaign 3 for us. It is incredible so far. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. I, I'm so excited. I had, like, that the little kind of pang of, um, uh, of not so much concern, but just, like, it's like, oh, I've probably overhyped myself. I've gotten too excited. <laughs> I need to calm uh -huh. down. And, you know, not so much lower expectations, but I needed to temper expectations. Um... Because, you know, we get very excited. Um, oh, yeah. And so I was like, anyway, just temper my expectations, you know? Like, I have I have faith. I'm going to enjoy it. But at the same time, um, you know, it is what it is. And I'll enjoy it for what it is. But holy fuck. Like, I am on board. <laughs> I am here for all of the shenanigans that have already happened. And and the shenanigans that, that will happen. Um, yeah. And already the the fan art that has been coming out of these these characters people, and different things that have happened. It's people need to chill. With they are for a little bit. They are so fast and so talented. I can't even. Like when's the first? I, saw, I, I bet there's already an animatic that someone made I, already. I saw like a cosplay test and it had like edits. It had like photo editing done to it. But someone did a cosplay test of um. Ashton? I saw um, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, I can't. I, I can't wait. I. This is literally the best time to be a critter right now. This is it. Mm. This is it. Now and then when February 4th comes around, little, those will be the best times. I'm just like, I'm just like, I love, uh, like, Londa, she's got like long dark hair. I'm like, ooh, I don't need a wig for that. I could potentially <laughs> cosplay that character. Like, I never cosplay, yeah. but I'm just like, I want to be that character. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, my word. And I just, oh, I just, we could go on and on. I just love all of the aesthetics of all of the characters. I am obviously in love with FCG. Uh, I'm in love with Imogen's character. I love, I'm in love with them all. I, mm. I cannot even begin to fathom what is in store for all of us <laughs> and this was just again this was just such a perfect first episode it was really just so so tied up in a nice little bow and everything you needed good character characterizations good build up of the story give a little bit of background it was amazing it was amazing it was, amazing. It was really definitely cool. worth it is there anything else that we want to bring oh. up or Oh my God. Or, or, or talk about it. I'm, I'm trying to look at my notes, but I, Crazy. I think that was about it. Sorry, it was, it was wild, I think, that Barazoo just turned up right at the end. That oh. surprised me. Yes. Um, but, you Obviously. know, it didn't, but at the same time, it didn't surprise me because I'm always prepared. Of course. We'll always, always be expecting. Always of course. be. A B E T. Abbott. Always be expecting Barazoo. <laughs> Yeah, is that are we are we coining are we coining that uh that phrase yeah, always there? Always be always yeah. be expecting. Always yes. be do always be doing. So uh, I guess as our as our wrap up uh conversation, what which character are you most excited for to learn more about? That is a good question and I will not answer that as Dune for example. <laughs> um I am I think it has to be Launda. Mm -hmm. I think... Am I saying it right? Launda? Yeah, Launda. Or yeah. Laudna? Laudna. Laudna. 
Is it Ladna or Londa? No, I think it's Ladna. Oh, this little chucks some real like Aussie accent on it. Ladna. Yeah, Ladna. 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 La <laughs> um, <laughs> I I think they're very, very exciting as a character. I love her personality. Mm -hmm. How again friendly she is, or at least how personable she is, um, and seemingly how seemingly kind of somewhat unaware not so much unaware but unlike knowing of her own situation is mm -hmm. exciting um oh yeah i want to see the answers because i think like as sam said there seems to be so much potential backstory to all these characters <laughs> that was so good <laughs> um, i i am keen to see where they go with it her connection to imogen who again is also like really sweet and mm -hmm. I want to see her kind of grow and like yeah to see where that character ends up going but you know let's just say all of them to be safe but who, who are you who are you keen to learn more about I'm in the same boat I'm with Ladna especially after hearing about the damp fear potential as well as uh being from Whitestone I would I would be insane if this was like a, a daughter of Silas and Delilah that would be absolutely bonkers um, so definitely, definitely Lana for me, but also Imogen for me as well, because of the idea, if she is an aberrant mind sorcerer, the implications that ha that, that has yeah. on your story and how you have your abilities and stuff is very, very interesting. Yeah. And also potentially like that, that dwells in the realm of like, not necessarily BBEG territory. If it is like a, an aberration that has granted this ability uh, to Imogen, but definitely some some high-level shenanigans. Yeah. Spooky shenanigans there, so... Uh, yeah, I think Laudna, Laudna and Imogen are my, like, number two that I'm most interested in. Because uh, yeah. everyone else seems pretty, you know, straightforward, more or less. I mean, obviously I want to know what's going on with, you know, uh, Ashton's deal Ashton. with that exposed... The exposed crystal like how did that happen how, why are you more like crystal bases or is does that have any particular meaning um yeah what happened to fcg's group who killed yeah. them what's going on there yeah, yeah there's a there's a lot there's oh a lot goodness. uh but yeah i mean i guess on that note if we don't have anything mm -hmm. else to to say oh my word i I could. I want to keep talking, but I feel like I'd just start repeating myself. <laughs> I know, and just like re re going through the hype and all of the hype. Yeah, yeah. yeah Wild Magic Barbarian potentially Dunamancy stuff there. There's so much. Like, they were literally so right when they said throw expectations out the window. Lorna is Cassandra. Well, to be fair, when I first saw Lorna, I was like, is she Ripley? Is she like undead Ripley? Oh my because, god! Like, imagine that. Like, oh. Well, now now we don't know what. To we don't know what to expect because if they're willing to bring back old NPCs from other stories, who knows yeah. what could could come back? Who the who the heck knows? I'm excited. I am anxiously excited because we don't know. We don't know anymore. We don't know. And this is only the beginning. This is li this is literally one. episode one. We don't know which one's the werewolf. We don't know who the vampire is. We we don't know who's secretly Thera's Dune yet. Oh, God. Oh, no. All of Bertrand Bell. Um, yeah. Bertrand is Thera's Dune. Uh, someone pointed out that the Brywoods could not have kids. Uh, That's... Yeah, yeah. 
Dang that's it. What, but that, I think uh, that might have also been prior to him becoming a vampire. Maybe. I didn't want to get too into it. I guess, yeah. I, I didn't know enough about it. But I think, yeah, I think damn fear stuff is specifically like once they're undead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, boy. We'll just have to see. And episode two next week, we get to see what this showdown is going to be with Lord Esteros. Okay. Is it going to be a fight? Is he just checking their reflexes to see if they're willing to fight? I don't know. I don't know what it could be. But oh, if there's, so there's one thing we learned today that don't expect anything or expect the unexpected. That's what you can expect. It's always, always keep an open mind to the possibilities that could happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess on that well, note, yeah, we can go ahead and call this one a wrap. So as always, thank you all so much for joining us. On our discussion for the first episode of Campaign 3, we are here for the long haul. Hello, Jester Sketchbook coming in right at the end. I don't know if you're here for the, you know, for the most of the talk, but hello. Uh, yeah, we're here, folks, and I am so happy for all of you joining us on this journey. This, what could end up being a very, you know, multiple year long <gasps> campaign. We, we're here. We're here from the beginning. We all get to be here experiencing the entire story, the characters, the emotions, the crying, the laughing, all of it. We are all here together from the beginning and we'll be here through it all. I just, I, I'm just trying to wrap my mind around that idea that we're here together and it's, I can't wait. I literally can't wait. I'm so excited. That it's like new campaign, it's new stories. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know. know what the arc is. We we know nothing. I know, we know nothing. And you know, we know less than nothing because we thought we knew things. Yes. Now we don't know the things. <laughs> and now because Jester's sketchbook is here, I am very excited to see what kind of animations they uh-huh. they come up with for for these characters and all that oh, stuff. Right. Super excited for all of that. Uh, huge fan of your your work, Jester sketchbook. Huge fan. Um. But yeah, so that's going to do it for us here. Thank you all so much for joining us in chat. The uh, Oh, it's so good. Oh, I know. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us in chat. The people who tuned in live, talked about, you know, the episode with us. And thank you to everyone who's going to be watching this when it's uploaded to YouTube or on Spotify or Anchor or Apple or wherever else this podcast will find itself. Uh, as always, don't forget to love each other. Spread the love to everyone you meet, everyone you see. The world needs more love in it, but... Most importantly, don't forget to love yourself. That is the most important thing you can do. So be sure you're taking care of yourself. Drink some water, eat some food, get plenty of rest. And I'm proud of you and happy that you are here with us. So, hope you all have an absolutely wonderful rest of your morning, day, evening, wherever you may be on this glorious earth. I'll see you all next week for episode two. Bye, everyone. I need it already. (laughs) Give it to me.